All you can do is take care of yourself now. So if you need a vacation, take it. And everyone's going to take care of it. It will get done. And if someone fails, they're actually going to learn from it. So you were helping them by going on vacation. I think work-life balance is really hard. um, But I think it's more of an integration and also self-awareness. You know, when you... When your energy is depleted, you have to take time and you have to be the adult to do it because you can only control you. Hi, everyone. It's Marcy Bullock. Welcome back to season three of Wolfpack Career Chats, the anchor season. A, ambition. N, networking. C, compassion. H, health, both mental and physical. O, organization, and R, resilient. Enjoy the pod. This is Emma Rosilli with Wolfpack Career Chats. Today we have the CEO of Lynch Mikens, a structural engineering firm dedicated to creative approaches, collaborative processes, and integrated design, and NC State alum, Anna Lynch. Welcome, Anna. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. So I was wondering if you could start off by giving us a little bit of an overview of your path from undergrad to becoming the CEO of Lynch Mikens. Sure, I'd love to. Um, So my undergrad is actually from the University of Wyoming and in architectural engineering. And I moved to Raleigh to work for Stroud Pence right after undergrad graduation. So I moved from Wyoming to Raleigh and started out as a design engineer um, after passing the EIT. And I worked with them for about four years and sat for the SE um, and decided that I was going to get my master's at night from NC State. And so I was studying for the SE and also getting my master's at the same time. So I was doing engineering about 13 hours a day. It was a lot. Um, And then ended up passing the SE. And in 2010, they asked me to be the managing director of the Raleigh office. So from 2000, I was about seven years of experience at that time. And the reason for that really was uh, the ability to connect with the clients and bring work in and do structural engineering. And so I took uh, took over the office in 2010, um, built the Raleigh office to the largest office in the company. Uh, we had offices in Norfolk, Virginia and Richmond, Virginia and Raleigh. Um, and then in 2016, um, I was ready to go out and start my own company because I learned everything about business I could for that five years I invested into Stroud Pence running the Raleigh office, and um, they suggested I acquire the company. So in 2017, I closed on buying Stroud Pence, uh, which was about a, I think we had 32 employees at that time, um, and closed on the company in April 2017. So it's been about five years. So became the CEO and Dave Mikens uh, is my business partner and he was the CEO of Stroud Pence. So that's where I got, that's how I got to where I am now. That's an amazing journey. That sounds really cool. Why did you pick or why did you choose to move from Wyoming to Raleigh out of undergrad, because that's a really far move. What about the company interests you or about the location? Um, honestly, I didn't have the best grade point average. Um, and so that, and I didn't want to live in the Midwest anymore. I was sick of the snow. I interned for an architecture firm 
in Austin, Texas for a summer and it was too hot. My sister lived in Boston. It was too cold. And there was the Southeast that I've just never been to. And so I just went for it. But I'm, I'm kind of that type of person. I kind of, I really have no fear. Um, and Stroud Pence, I went door to door. I, for spring break of my senior year of college, everyone was going to Mexico. I flew to Charlotte, went door to door and took my resume to almost every structural engineering firm. Cause that was before you could Google every firm cause no one had websites. So I just took my resume door to door. And when I got to Stroud Pence and Raleigh, Dave Mikens ran the Raleigh office and I walked in and I was like, Hey, can I interview? And he said, I'm not hiring. And I was like, Oh, come on. I, you know, I'm all, the, I'm here from all the way from Wyoming. Come on. You know? And he's like, fine, we can go to lunch. And I just really connected with him. I mean, he was so laid back and what he says about this, the, the interview lunch is that he knew that I was the hardest working engineer he had ever met with. Cause I had four jobs during undergrad while getting my master's at, or I mean, while getting my undergrad, you know, I was always just, I had all these jobs that multiple jobs at the same time. And he's like, he's, and my grade point average wasn't great, but he made me an offer and I ended up getting a multiple offers, but that connection with Dave is really why I took the job. That's awesome. It really shows how networking and talking to people and having a good personality is more important than things like grades. And I know sometimes I struggle with putting other things above schoolwork and I try and have all A's and get A pluses on all of my tests. And that's definitely something I struggle with, but it's interesting to see how that wasn't the most important thing for you in college. And I mean, obviously you're very successful now, so yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying I shouldn't focus on my grades, but no. it's, you're right. There's a balance. And that's what my whole company is based on is the balance of personal skills, you know, the soft skills and hard skills, you know, you got to work equally at your personal growth to your professional growth. So the amount of effort you're putting into your school I really think it needs to be the same amount of effort in social skills, communication. So Lynch Mikens is, it's not a super small business, but it's not super big either. What's your favorite thing about having a smaller business or corporate community? Um, Actually, I think we're huge, (laughs) but that's because I, I own the company, right? No matter what size, it feels big. Um, But we've doubled in size since I acquired the firm. So we're about 67 people now. Um, And honestly, my favorite thing about being this size is the size of projects that we get to work on. So we just won the new STEM building, which is the new project that's going into the brickyard at NC State. Um, It's a huge project. It's the biggest win we've ever had at NC State. Um, So it's really exciting. And I don't believe we would have been qualified or been able to even get to the table to to try to win that without being the size that we are or working on towers in downtown Raleigh and really being a part of the skyline is really cool. And, you know, five years ago, we weren't really at the table for those either. So it's really the cool projects that we're winning, but also all the different types of personalities you know, I'm always looking for the quirky, uh, the quirky engineers that don't fit the mold. You know, I, I just love them. I love all the different personalities. I love all the interests. And, you know, I just I just love different people. Like I'm an includer. I see value in everyone and everyone's opinions. And I don't think everyone should be the same. So 
the more we grow and the more we bring in different personalities, people with different interests, um, the more I think we're building a community within Lynch Mikens of just accepting. You know, the cancel culture is really bad uh, right now. And I think when we create this safe space for each engineer to truly be themselves, it makes me, it gives me goosebumps. Like I just got goosebumps just thinking about it. So (laughs) that's awesome. That sounds really cool. And it seems like you've built a really strong community inside your business, which is awesome. And I'm sure everyone loves going to work that much more because of it. So I was wondering if we could shift a little bit into talking about being a woman in the workforce. And as you probably know, only 8% of Fortune 500 CEOs are women. And that's that cur- currently that's the highest it's ever been. Have you had to deal with discrimination in the workforce as a successful woman, especially in the STEM field? Oh, man. Why do I get this question all the time? Um, <laughs> okay. So my answer to that is if I have experienced it, I didn't care. I just I just roll with it, okay? Because I, I don't care what people think. I don't, if someone's saying something to me or if someone's judging me based on being a female or young or whatever it is, like all of it, um, I just don't care. So I am just going the direction that I want to go and everything else is just, is just not important. So do I believe I've been discriminated? Absolutely not. Because with Stroud Pence, no, because look at me, I acquired a 45 year old firm that was all white males. Right. I it's all about communication. It's about having confidence and going in and being there and being being educated and knowing what you're going to say and what you want. And I just have that no fear. Now, that's me. That's my personality. And everyone can't be me. So I know there is a lot of discrimination. And but honestly, I haven't felt it. There's been a lot of open arms to me. Um, And has there been judgments? I'm sure. But I don't. It hasn't affected my career because here I am, right? That's Yeah, that's great. I love that. Has there been anything that people have said or you said there's no discrimination, but there's a difference between discrimination and just making you feel like you're out of place or saying something that mm-hmm. you feel like they wouldn't have said it to you if you were a male? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um I hear it all, honestly. You name it, I've heard it. And my response to that is they're trying to make me feel a certain way. And the only thing I can control is myself and how I feel. So I, again, just don't care. Like I, and when when they don't get the reaction that, that they want, they don't do it ever again. <laughs> right? So if yeah. I become sensitive, then they like, oh, I got her. You know? So any right. questions are forgotten. I'm like, no. Oh. I and I'm pretty witty. I can come back pretty quickly. <laughs> um, but I so yes, I've heard it all. I've you name it. And I don't want to get into it too deeply, but um mm-hmm. it's made me stronger. I feel like the more that it occurred, the more I got it. I got really good at ignoring it. 
um, and just pushing forward. So. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad that I'm glad you haven't let it put you down. And it, I feel like whenever I tell someone that I'm going to be an engineer, they're always like, oh, well, you better be prepared to have tough stuff thrown at you or have people not take you seriously. And I'm glad you haven't let that get to you or you haven't had such a strong feeling that that has happened to you. That makes me happy. I, again, the only thing you can control is yourself. So I decided at a very young age, because I did have an engineer that wanted me to feel like I was an idiot. He really Mm -hmm. did. I mean, everything he said, I was like, God, maybe I don't know what I'm doing, you know, but it was only because he was threatened by me, you know, and he could have affected my, he could have affected my career, but guess who won? Me. You. So, (laughs) (laughs) so don't feed into their crap. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I love that too. So how do you balance your work life and your personal life having such a important and assumingly busy job how do you balance that with managing your personal life man it's a talent I have that a lot of people don't I would say um I'm really good at compartmentalizing so um you know like turning the switch off you know if I walk into my house I actually don't work at home at all okay so I also am friends with the people I work with. So they're family. So I don't go to work and think, oh, here I am, I'm at work. Ugh. You know, when you actually see the positive in what you're doing, it it's more integrated because there is a thing called work-life integration. It doesn't feel as exhausting if you're connected with your with your employees or your team, right? It's all that human connection. Um, I also have a ton of hobbies. And when you have hobbies, they cost money. And you make appointments and then you have to go. <laughs> so gym memberships, I take private dance lessons for ballroom. I like all kinds of stuff. You know, I'm, I travel a lot. I get a lot of shit for it for sure. Cause I put it on social media. All my clients see me and they're just like, Oh my God, the life of Anna Lynch, you know, she's in Mexico and then she's in Costa Rica and then she's in the mountains. And, you know, I make sure that, is it hard to leave? Is it scary? Are things going to fall apart? I don't know. You know, I tell everyone on my team, you don't know what's going to happen. You cannot predict the future. All you can do is take care of yourself now. So if you need a vacation, take it. And everyone's going to take care of it. It will get done. And if someone fails, they're actually going to learn from it. So you were helping them by going on vacation. So I think work-life balance is really hard. Um, but I think it's more of an integration and also self-awareness. You know, when you when your energy is depleted, you have to take time and you have to be the adult to do it because you can only control you. So a lot of coaching goes on at Lynch Mikan's <laughs> <laughs> trying to get people to go. And, you know, efficiency as an engineer, the more you the longer you are in engineering, doing whatever systems you do, the more efficient you become the more you trust yourself. Okay. So I'm going to tell you like the first three years work really hard, learn as much as you can and learn how to trust yourself that you know what you're doing. It's that confidence. 
Thank you. I was going to, my next question was going to be, do you feel like you're more of a separator or an integrator when it comes to work-life balance? But I feel like you kind of answered that where you separate the things that need to be separated and you don't work at home, but you also integrate a family environment to your work life, which I think is great. I feel like that's a really important balance that seems like it works really well for you. Yeah. I hear from the, a lot of the younger generation that we're hiring What's a work-life balance? What do you guys do to help work-life balance? You know, and it's like a, it's a word that they throw around. And my answer to that is work-life balance is on you. It is not the company's job to give you work-life balance. Because again, we give you freedom. That's what we are at Lynch Mikeins is freedom. There's no micromanagement. There's no, you need to be here eight to five and you need to do this. You need to do that. It's freedom. So if you can be an adult and know how you feel and be efficient and grow and learn, man, you can work 40 hours a week and have a solid life. It's or even 32 hours if you're super efficient. Right. So it's on you as as the adult to really look inward and say, what do I need in order to feel energized and alive? Yeah. Something that I really struggle with and I think a lot of women struggle with is saying no to things. I like doing things all the time and helping everyone around me. So it's hard to realize that it's okay to say no. And it's actually important to say no, as you said, to maintain that work-life balance. Do you ever experience this? And how do you choose where to put your time? God, I'm so good at saying no. I I am. Um was I good at it when I was younger? No. I was overcommitted for, I was squeezed is what I call it. I was very squeezed for a long time. And I get the question on a lot of podcasts, like, what's your biggest regret? And my biggest regret is not having a fun time in my 20s. You know, I took on a lot of responsibility in my late, I mean, first off, you know, doing 13 hours of engineering a day is probably not the best idea. You know, because I just wanted to get ahead, you know, that super achiever in you. But I didn't make good friendships. I wasn't dating. I didn't go out, you know, all those things. You know, I really regret that. Um, But or how to say no. So I learned probably in my late 20s that I couldn't do everything, especially when I started running the office. You know, I wanted to help everyone. I want to train everyone. I want everyone to be perfect. I want to help. I want to coach. I'm like a natural teacher in general. I want to teach everyone like I'm just sitting here talking to you and I want to coach you and I want to get you to where you want to go. Um, So it tends to overcommit me. (laughs) Um, So what I started doing is starting kind of analyzing what things bring me energy versus take energy. Like I need that balance. You know, if if everyone's just taking from you, you crash, you know, that's when people get sick and, you know, depressed and all of that. So really deciding what was good for me and not so much always for the other person. And that's hard, but the transition has helped me immensely. So I'm actually really good at saying no. I had to learn, you know, especially when I became the CEO, there's no way it's with 67 people that I can do everything. So, and I, I say this to my leadership is, like, I think I said it earlier, but you have to let people fail. Otherwise, they, you're actually holding them back. 
So you're actually hurting others sometimes if you're doing everything for them. You become the crutch, which is really hard to get out of. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. And I think it's great, the balance between giving energy or what gives you energy and what takes energy from you. And I know it's definitely something I need to work on. So for the last question, in 2040, what advice would you give yourself at this age in 2021? Hmm. What advice? Have fun. That's honestly it. Have a good time. Like all those cheesy things that you want to do and you're too tired, go do them. (laughs) All the things you want to do that sound fun, go. You know, I think I'm just at that phase of life where I need to realize it's, it's time to have a good time. So I'm so serious all the time. And it's really hard just to have a good time. You know, I don't know why, but I'm working on it. Well, it was so great talking to you. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to talk to us about your journey being a woman in leadership and having a really successful career in the STEM industry. So thank you so much. 